welcome to Switcher Chats, music interviews brought to you by Music Matters with Daryl Craig Harris and Music Tribes Unite. Tierney Allen, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So we're actually both in Vegas, but because of modern technology, this seems to be an easier way to get together uh, these days. I know. Uh, cool. What part of Vegas are you in? Uh, I'm in the Southwest area, I guess. Um, okay. We've been fortunate to live all over the valley, but this is literally like our favorite place to live. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, actually, that's kind of a newer area of Vegas, I guess you'd, you'd say. It's kind of the Southern, is it Southern Highlands or that kind of, and that kind of. Yeah. Vicinity? Kind of yeah. over here there. And it's really building up. Like everyone's moving out to Mountain's Edge and um, we're right. getting lots of. Lots of traffic, which is new for us, because you know we we can't we left California to get rid of that traffic. Right. Yeah. Me too. Actually, that was that was part of the reason why I came here. Uh, I was just telling you, there I you came go. here. I came here in '88. It was still kind of a small town, really, um, and it is in, in a lot of ways compared to LA and those places. But um, where, where were you from originally? So I was born in LA, uh, but I was raised pretty much my whole life in the San Jose Bay area. Oh, nice. And you know yeah. what's funny about that is, you know, it's it's a big population area but right. i always from a little girl i always felt like this big fish in a small pond and so it's so funny that i ended up here because i'm in my element here <laughs> yeah and i mean and for what you do so let me let me tell people that don't aren't aware of you so you're actually probably one of the world's top if not the top lady gaga tribute artist oh. and we're going to talk about what that actually means the tribute artist thing because a lot of people have confusion about that <laughs> <laughs> and they hear, yeah, they, they hear that. Yeah, they hear that term, but they don't really understand it. I actually work with a lot of different um, tribute artists, also. And then you're also mm -hmm. de now developing a new uh, character, which is uh, Amy Winehouse. And um, I am. And I'm gonna actually show. Let's show folks your your Lady Gaga. That's just one of the Gaga. of the very many. Yeah, of the very many looks that you have. <laughs> and then uh, actually, too, let me show the the Amy Winehouse, which is the new one, right? All right, that's me. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. Um, which and Gaga is great because I mean, what a fun artist, right? Because she has, first of all, she has a huge yeah. fan base, and then the other thing is the music's great, and you're an awesome singer and, and piano player. How, how did you come to the tribute thing? Well, actually, let's start before that. How did you first start singing and performing? Uh, as far as how I got started in singing and performing, I mean. I was a little, little kid and it started with violin. I was huh. in second grade and I was obsessed with the violin and I, and I, mom, I had to play violin. And, um, I even, I was going to the principal's office every day at school to get in the orchestra. They wouldn't let me. And then after two weeks, my, my principal calls my mom and says, we have to let her in the orchestra. She won't leave us alone. And so that's, <laughs> That's what started it. And so I, I started as a classically trained violinist. I was in the San Jose Youth Symphony as a concertmaster. And, wow. um, and then, then I ended up in a, in a performing arts middle school where they said, you have to sing to be here. I'm like, I don't want to sing. And like, you gotta. And, it's, and I was also a trained dancer. I was a ballet dancer. And it was, so I, right. it was like this perfect storm. And so when they told me I had to sing and then I wasn't getting singing solos, I was like, but... I am a good singer, you know, anyway. So, um, so then that's what started and Britney Spears came out and I was like, I want to be like her. Right. Yeah. And my mom put me in singing lessons to, to get me good at that, at that side of things. And, um, 
that's just what started it all. Yeah, it that's an that, obsession from a young age. Right. And that area actually is such a hotbed for talent, right? I mean, like it's San Jose, San Francisco, Oakland, like there's so much talent there, right? There's a lot of support for it too. I mean, before I'd say maybe around like two, the year two, 2004, I mean, everything started to like tank financially for like the the symphony and the ballet and stuff but before then there was a lot of support for right. um for the arts and uh it was it was a really cool exciting time what what uh what made you first move to vegas and actually when did you move to, to move to las vegas well i moved to vegas to follow a boy <laughs> oh well that yeah that could happen <laughs> Well, it's, and it's funny because my mom, she lived in Vegas at the time and I'd always wanted to move here. I'm like, how do I end up there? And I would fly and visit my mom to like do auditions, but I could never get in to the Vegas entertainment industry. Yeah, and takes, so I moved it, it all my life. Yeah, it takes a while to kind of do that, right? <laughs> you got to know somebody. And, yeah. and so I moved all of my life. I became a flight attendant. And uh, mm. so I was visiting town one night, visiting my mom at karaoke. And the most gorgeous man in the world walked into that karaoke bar. And that ended up being my husband. So, um, yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, let's show who that is. That's Travis Allen, who's actually, again, also one of the world's top Elvis guys. Um, he has uh, the show here in Vegas. It's a... Uh, well, actually, tell tell people a little bit about that show. It's is it all shook up, right? Yeah, his uh, his name's Travis Allen. He's uh, the only all Elvis show on the Las Vegas Strip. It's it's an hour and fifteen of just pure Elvis, no fluff. Um, people come or have before the pandemic come from all over the world just to see this show, and they come back multiple times. They just love it. A three piece band and him just doing his thing, and it's just yeah. been so amazing to watch him grow and build this following at the show. Yeah, and he's so good. I mean, people actually too have seen him in some TV commercials, and you guys were recently yeah. together featured in Time Magazine um, because of the COVID thing and unemployment stuff that we all had challenges with. Um, so you guys have actually done a lot of good for artists in general, not only the tribute thing, but Thank just you. fighting for us. <laughs> which is, which is we definitely, word. I mean, when everything fell apart last year, it, we've, we just felt this deep need and urge to get our, get the voices heard for the community and something about us being Gaga and Elvis together. And also, me fighting cancer at the same time right. just was this perfect storm for the media to say, Hey, let's, can you tell us your story? And then we were able to be the voice for the the entertainment community. Cause it was just so scary for everyone. Yeah. And you guys in, did a, an amazing job with that too. How did, so you moved to Vegas, you follow, you follow the boy, Mr. Mr. Travis. And, um, I know you have a, a beautiful young daughter, uh, together, which yes. is, and she's a sweetheart. Um, how did you get yeah. into doing the tribute thing? Like what was the first, uh, motivation to do that? I fell into impersonation work. It was a complete accident. It was when I was living in LA and I was working at a place called Fred Siegel, selling designer sunglasses to celebrities. Mm -hmm. And one day Kate Beckinsale, who was my regular customer, she told me, hey, you look just like that Lady Gaga. <laughs> and I had no idea who Gaga was. I was right. like, oh, okay. She's like, no, you can make a job doing that, looking like somebody. And I, I thought it was the strangest thing. So I'll look it up. Right. And so, of course, if, if a celebrity tells you this, you know, you look it yeah, up. She's, and I was she, like, by the way, oh, she's one of my favorite crushes. <laughs> Just so you know. Oh, nice. Well, <laughs> she is a lovely, lovely Oh, crush, yeah. No. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when somebody of that caliber tells you to do something like this, you look it up. And I just, 
through look, learning about Lady Gaga and what impersonation is, I was like, wow, like my life almost has been bred for this. Like I've always wanted right. to be a pop star, couldn't make it, maybe I could do this. And so all my skills came together in one, uh, one thing. And um, so I, I tested the waters with like Halloween. I would dress up for as Halloween and Fun. oh, the reaction from the gays. Oh, honey, you're just so <laughs> fabulous. And yeah. so it was, it was great. And then um, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know mm. how to take it professional. So uh, it wasn't until I met Travis in Vegas, uh, like two years later right. that he said, you can really do this as a career. Let me guide you. Let me help you figure out how to do this on a pro proper scale. Yeah, and you do, I mean, it's amazing. You, but First of all, you have a huge following of your own, and I know, and part of that is because you're so active on, on outlets like TikTok, which is, yeah. is something that you've really made an amazing vehicle for you, right? Because you do like a lot of the, you're showing how the, the Gaga looks, doing the makeup and doing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. what, what made you get into that? Did you kind of realize the social media was a great avenue and... It is. I, I, I remember one of my friends, her name's Erin Darling, and she she's a big comedian in LA and she was doing really well on TikTok. And she told me her messaging. She's like, look, Instagram is over. TikTok is where it's at. And just accept it and learn the strategy and you'll see. And so yeah. I listened to her and um, she was even teaching like a webinar. I'm like, let me try this. And once I committed myself to it, to literally content creation as a job, Right. Oh my God, my stuff blew up. It was, I mean, it just yeah. was constant. What's, um, how can people find you on TikTok? What's your, what's your, your handle? It's just <laughs> Vegas Lady Gaga. Uh, okay. my, I try to keep my brand across all social media platforms the same. Vegas right. Lady Gaga. Yeah, and, yeah. and it also too, your Instagram, is. Just, people should definitely check that out. I have that actually up on the screen. They'll, they'll be able to, to find that, and we'll put, and we'll put links um, on, the, on the podcast. But uh, yeah, that's super exciting. Like, you know, the tribute thing is interesting because I work with um, a bunch of different ones, and I, I actually have mm -hmm. been playing for Legends in Concert, which was like the original Las Vegas tribute show since I was 19. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh like, my God. Yeah. Since literally since the 80s, which is funny. Um, and I, you know, and I've, I've known many of those folks. And, and there's, a, it's a funny thing because I know you say imp impersonation, tribute. Like, so explain the tribute thing. Like, what is, I mean, obviously working is part of it, but what goes into to making a tribute act and, and being a good tribute artist? What, what, what's the background for that? Well, to, before you define that, is, is really what, each person's definition of that role is. And sure. so there are there are a couple of different approaches. Some people uh, want to do the artist in their way, their own interpretation of the artist. So they may not necessarily have the exact wig with the exact outfit, but they right. sing the songs and they put their own you know, spin on it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. That is their choice. But then on the other side of the spectrum, and this is where my husband and I like to identify is, exact replica mm -hmm. people pay i i believe that people pay money to experience that artist exactly as they were right and that's where the difficulty is is conforming yourself into somebody completely different and right. i get you know you get a lot of feedback like oh why would you want to be someone else i'm like well it's just like acting right acting it's, it's a role right in a movie it's yeah. a role except for i play my role for a long time yeah 
Yeah, and yeah. You, and the thing is too is that I mean, with Gaga in particular, it's so fun because first of all, she's very well respected as an artist, so mm-hmm. that brings uh, that brings a good thing and a bad thing because people they really can be hypercritical, right? When they when they're checking yeah. you out and, and how, how do you deal yeah. with that? Like, is that I mean, I think I mean you're you've been really successful with that, but how is that that kind of dealing with the the haters and the and the people, the fans? How, how does that all work? I think. Uh... For me, what I haven't experienced very much uh, nitpicking or haters or anything like that. And I think it's because I focus so much on every single detail that if, I mean, what's there to pick apart if I got it exactly right? You know what I mean? Um, And then I I always, you know, stay away from hot button topics, you know, that I just keep it pretty neutral and just do my thing. And so that's where I've been very fortunate to stay away from the haters. But there's a lot of what does come with the tribute and impersonation world is a lot of misunderstanding. Like, why would you do that? Exactly. Why would you want to? Oh, don't you want to be yourself? And I'm like, look, I am myself. I'm married. I have a child. I, I, li- I am all day long. I am Tierney Allen. But I put on a costume and I get to be somebody else for a certain amount of time and give people this experience. And mm-hmm. that makes, it's just, it's just such a fun experience. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's actually somebody that, I mean, you like anyways, even as a, just a, a yeah. music fan. Right. So that's kind of a win, a double win. Yeah. I had, I mean, I've adored Gaga. I, I respect her as a human being. She is an incredibly talented artist. And, you know, I, I've gone so far as to say that she's, you know, my generation's Elvis, that right. she can do anything. She's, well loved she's smart um yeah so i don't know (laughs) yeah it's awesome and then part of the gaga thing too is is well a big part of it is the look and the costume so like talk about the Mm -hmm. costumes do you do that yourself do you have people that you work with to make the costume because her costumes can be pretty well elaborate and also expensive right yes they're very expensive so up until recently i have made all my costumes it was part of my process of doing gaga was doing the costumes because I could get everything just right, you yeah, know, and, and, and this the, diamond and the in this are, spot. Right. And the wigs are a big part of that too, right? The, the, the wigs are a huge part. Mm-hmm. And then and I've learned over the years, wigs are what set impersonators apart from very professional to Halloween store, you know? Right. And so I've <laughs> yeah. learned to become basically a wig maker and it's become a passion of mine getting mm-hmm. the wigs just right and learning how to hand ventilate and style, um, so, but, but so I used to make my costumes and then stuff, I became a mom. I didn't have time. It's, it's getting so difficult. I don't want to take so much time away from my daughter. And so, um, I was able to find a couple different costumers around town, around the world who yeah. could make some stuff for me and the really intricate stuff that I cannot make. And the most notably right now is my Super Bowl costume right. that took my costume maker two years to make. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Cause like people, the people that do that at a high level, you I mean, you know, also the Elvis thing, because to get those jumpsuits, right. Mm-hmm. And to have them do have them to be, to be the right ones. Like you said, pro level, like it's expensive and it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You got to source these people around the world. And, and Absolutely. part of the thing too, is that you've actually performed all over the world too. Like what are some of the yeah. really fun places that you, I mean, besides Vegas, what are some of the fun places you've been able to perform? Oh, um, anytime I've been able to do like a pride festival right. is, I mean, a highlight because that's what Gaga's all about is equality and love and compassion for the gay community. And so being able to be a part of that and 
represent them in that way it was always the the more fun gigs that i could do right. um but anytime i'm on stage for legends of concert is truly the highlight of my career honestly yeah. it's it's it they have such a name their brand they've been around so long they know what they're doing and the stages that you get to be on i mean i here at the Tropicana in Las Vegas, I'm standing on the same stage that Wayne Newton stood on and Gladys Knight and right. everyone that you can name. And so you can feel that energy. And so it's it's truly an honor to do any time with Legends of Concert. Yeah, and those shows too with Legends, they have dancers, which is a big part of, that's another thing. It's a big part of Gaga's thing are her dancers, right? That's a big part of the yeah. show. And, and she really integrates uh -huh. with, with them and the band, which is exciting. It's fun. That's part of the reason why it's fun to watch her. Having the full production lends to the illusion of being Lady Gaga and so that's why it's not the easiest to do smaller gigs uh like just show up and do a tiny stage and just right. like oh this is lady gaga like i have to tell clients we need dancers we need a full band and yeah. it's it, it ends up being like a lot you know yeah. um but that's what lends to the illusion but also part of the cool thing about gaga too is she can kill it with just her on a piano right <laughs> that's 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 oh, yeah. one of the really great things about her that i really like she actually i mean it's great when she does the full production but she can pull it off just by herself because she's so strong oh yeah you know yeah yeah it's exciting and um, i think that's important to to my work and uh impersonator or tribute work is musicianship right. being a trained musician i think is an essential tool to your artists i mean i've known many uh, that will fake it on stage. We'll literally just sit there and pretend to play piano. And I'm saying Lady Gaga, but any impersonator. Right. And it's like, I like to know what chord I'm playing. I need, you know, it's part of it. So yeah. if anyone wants to get into tribute work, you know, make sure you know your instruments. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, play if you if you're doing Elvis or whatever, like play learn a little bit of guitar just so just so it's right. Yeah. Play the, so yeah, play the right chords. I remember I was on at the Tropicana at Legends. I came out with my beautiful Gretsch, uh Gretsch Falcon here. This is the, the guitar that Lady Gaga actually played. Oh awesome. and yeah. I came out. And I'm playing the actual chords, the bar chords for Born This Way. And I can see people down in the front. They're watching my fingers and they whisper like, she's really playing it. I know, like, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> that's actually, yeah. And it's funny because I've you know, I worked with Miley and I worked with J-Lo and, and a couple of different people. And mm -hmm. that's always the question. Like, do they sing live? I'm like, yeah, they sing live. But it's also hard to sing live when you're doing all the dance stuff for two hours, right? That's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without getting winded. <laughs> um eh? <laughs> without getting all winded and out of breath and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. as, what, so what, um, what's your advice for young performers? Like what, what would be your, some of the, the things that really have stood out to you that helped you out? For young performers, I think it's, you know, it's, it's not waiting for something to come to you. Every single opportunity I have had and where I've gotten is specifically because I did it. I manifest, I believe 100% in manifestation, manifesting what you want. I, mm -hmm. just a week and a half ago, I said, it's time to do Amy. Right. And I bought stuff, I put it on, I put it out there with the intention that I'm going to do this. And it was so well received, now I have shows calling me and saying, okay, we want to put you in our show as Amy, you know? And it's so I, I, if you're starting out or if you're trying to get into the industry and trying to make it or you have to do it, you have to go and, and don't, Oh, I'm poor me. I didn't get this audition. So do another one. Right. You know? 
Yeah, you yeah. kind of, you kind of. That's the thing. Like, I've, I've, found, I've kind of always been that way myself. I'm like, I just, and part of that's just saying yes. You get opportunities that maybe you don't even think they're exactly right for you, but you just say yes mm-hmm. and you figure it out, right? That's a, kind of a big part sure. of, of performing, I think, in general. Yeah, yeah. I have a tattoo right here on my arm that says yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and so a lot of times too when we're kind of mo- the most uncomfortable is when we actually learn the most. <laughs> you know, you're kind of forced. Yeah, you're forced to rise. Yeah. That's rise to the occasion, right? Absolutely. And that's with learning this new, for me, not new artists, but learning Amy has been such a departure for what I'm used to. I'm so used to like Lady Gaga in your face and trying to sell it and, you know, right, but yeah. I'm, I'm studying Amy and she is just standing there and she's in the moment and she could care less about everyone looking at her. And I'm, it's a whole new world having to learn this, you know? <laughs> yeah. What's your, um, so when you're, when you're kind of, um, I guess you almost have to deconstruct a character or somebody like her. Cause she was, I mean, like you said, she kind of had a persona. So you have to kind of figure out like your pathway through that, right? How that's going to work for what you do and then, and, and make Absolutely. it the best for the audience. What, what's your process for that? So how I started with Amy was um, I watched the documentary. I wanted to know where she came from, why she is the way she is or right. was the way she was, what brought her to this point of, the drugs and the alcohol and stuff like that, because all of that is the reason why she was the way she was on stage. And uh, having that in the back of my mind helped so much with, okay, what do I do with myself on stage? Stop trying to move so much. Stop trying to perform it. She didn't do that. Yeah. She didn't try to, she wasn't really trying to sell, sell it necessarily. She just did what she did. Right. And yeah. And if you listen, I've listened to these interviews because I'm also studying the way that she talks Mm -hmm. or talked. Um, she didn't want to be famous. She was, she would, she said multiple times she said, if I ever got famous, I'd go mad, simply yeah. mad. And, and there we go. We got to see it happen to her. And it was just, just so unfortunate. And that's, that's a whole different level there is learning somebody who's passed away. And it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And people, you know? I mean, like her, similar to Gaga, she has such devoted fans. So when you, when you take, mm-hmm. decide to take on a role like that, that's a lot of responsibility, right? <laughs> you know? It's a lot of responsibility. And I'm not familiar with that. I'm familiar with Gaga. I always have to stay on top of what she's doing new. But with somebody who's passed away, there's a finite amount of learning to do. Mm-hmm. And you got to get it right. And thank God for my husband, who does Elvis, who also passed away. And he understands that pressure and to get everything right with that very specific era of time. Right. Yeah. And she, I mean, it's, she's such a natural talent too. When you see the really, the stuff where she's young and healthy and, and all that kind of stuff, it's like, you can see why she became such a star. Cause it was so, it was almost like, it was almost effortless for her. But then again, too, she, she became, she rose to stardom so quickly that it would freak anybody out, (laughs) you know? Absolutely. And no one, and she was saying, you know, no one teaches you how to to deal with this stuff. No one, right. she, they asked, Oh, did they put you in like finishing school to tell you how to sit and walk? And she's like, yeah, they did. But I, I just threw it out the window. Yeah. I just do me. Cause she, she was through and through in her heart, a jazz baby. Like she, yeah. that's all she wanted to sing was just jazz. And then you watch her sing and it just how effortlessly the sound just flows out of her. It's yeah. Like, that, that's ugh. the, you know, the Gaga thing too, with that was it Tony Bennett, right? Where she did the duo mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was, it, it's just like, it all makes sense. You wouldn't think it, it sort of shouldn't, but it does. Cause she had such a classic, mm-hmm. she has such a classic voice, just like Amy, same kind of same, same ballpark, but a different artist, of course, but. 
Yeah, they, they, the two, I'm actually about writing a TikTok uh, post about some very eerie similarities between the mm. two of them. And it's, it's amazing how they both are into jazz. They both, you know, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, you'll have to see it, but it's, it's really interesting. And then in the Amy documentary, towards the end, you see her standing in a bar and you look in the background of the bar, there's a picture of Lady Gaga on the wall. Yeah, interesting. It's like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. 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 They, 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 had some, <laughs> they had some similar paths, paths and, and similar roads, I guess, like that one. Luckily, Gaga... Um, stayed stayed out of out of trouble with <laughs> with some of the substances and stuff. But it's easy to fall into that. You know, you have so much pressure. You're Absolutely. you're a, you're a young young person trying to navigate all that. It's it's a lot of people have had problems, obviously, with that. Um, what what's your future coming up? What do you have What do you have on, coming up on the horizon, gig wise and and show wise? Um, right now, I'm focusing really on this Amy work. I want to get it right, and I'm talking with uh there's a show here in town called 27 it's right. a show all about the 27 club and um yeah explain there's explain, an amy in that show explain what that is hmm? the 27 club what, what what that is so the 27 club is literally that it's these famous iconic artists who all passed away at the age of 27 for various mm. reasons um Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, so janice whole... joplin Jimi right. hendrix uh jim morrison um who else? Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse. So um, this show puts all of it together, puts all of those artists together. And uh, and we went and saw it the other night, and it was like, wow, this is really cool. I'm surprised it took so long for us to get a 27 show. You yeah, know? and it's I mean, it's a cool idea, but then also it's who the art. I mean, it's sad that they passed away, of course, but the artist list is yeah. amazing. That 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 comprises that club. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. So, what um was that coming up? Is that kind of the gigs going to be coming up in the next month or two? Or how can people actually find you well, for, for your your gigs? We should we should say that too. Oh well, I mean, I you know you can always contact me through my like my websites and stuff like that. Um, but I the the twenty seven thing is is just uh, uh, a hopeful thing. I think yeah, I've manifested I that. Sure. Like, I'm actually going Wednesday to sing for them, and we'll see what happens. You know, awesome. but I just. Uh, not going to put all my eggs in a basket like that and just right. continue to do what I'm doing. Um, of course, I have Gaga gigs coming up here and there. Um, I, I'm going to be doing some stuff at this gay bar here in town called The Garden. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Just, yeah. You know, you're, whatever. You're always busy, which is the thing. Like, I know COVID's kind of threw mm-hmm. us all a curveball, but normally um, you're super busy. And, and I really love what you do. It's, it's, um, you can tell that you put in the time, and I, and I love the also too. People can find stuff um, online with you and Travis. That's really fun. You guys do a lot mm-hmm. of fun videos on your TikTok and on different. Yeah. On the, it's on your Instagram, and so people should definitely check that out. What what's your actual website um, address? It's uh, www.vegasladygaga.com. Awesome, yeah. So that's actually always easy to remember. <laughs> and then yeah. on the uh, on the podcast, um, people can find that on all major podcast outlets for our video watchers. And um, for our podcast friends, you can find the video on our homepage, which is Music Matters Podcast Official on Facebook, and also on Music Crowns in London and Bass and Guitar Love Out of Italy. And those pages together have about seven million followers, so that's kind of awesome. Yeah. We get to we get to share you with all of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! In UK, I promise I'm going to try and do Amy justice. I swear, Camden, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's funny because I actually they have a statue of Amy in Camden, and I and 
that's one of my favorite places in London. So it's uh, oh, I'm, wow. I'm excited to see that, and I, and I love her music, anyways. So it's it's nice to see yeah. that it'll be done. It'll be done properly and with respect. This is super awesome. Thank you. But, yeah, and I'm I'm trying to focus on you know her healthier image. Yeah. I've been wanting to do it for so long, but I I always felt like it was too soon, and now right. it's. <laughs> When I ask people, what what do you think? What do you remember about Amy Winehouse? It's no longer the bad stuff. It's right. like, oh, she was so great. She was such a great singer. I'm like, okay, cool. Now, now I think is the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and, and you know, and, you, and I know you'll do a great job because you're you're such an awesome Lady Gaga. Um, everybody, please check out um, um, Tierney's all of her social sites. Especially the TikTok is super fun, and you get a lot of really cool makeup tips and. And all sorts of fun stuff. Wigs, baby. Yeah, yeah that's true. The wig thing, yeah. Uh, I could, yeah. You should make me one, too. I could use one. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'll make you something fun. <laughs> all right. You can make me, make me my Aussie wig, right? <laughs> there we go. That would be awesome. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, have an awesome day. Everybody, please check out Tierney. And, uh, and it'll be lots of fun. I hope to see you again soon live. That'll be awesome. Awesome. Thank all you. Right, cool. Let me pop out my fancy outro music. <laughs> you can follow us on all major podcast outlets at Music Matters with Daryl Craig Harris. Thanks for joining us and catch you next time.